News update. Today we're going to talk about some recent news. The airline industry decided that emotional support animals are no longer permitted to ride on airplanes. This is Leah from Dog Gone Good, and thanks for listening to me today. I'm going to give you some information and thoughts about this news, but I want you to listen to the Laugh for a Purpose podcast to hear my full interview on this topic in detail. Laugh for a Purpose, that's one word with the number four, is a podcast dedicated to raising awareness for mental health founded by Big Kev. Kevin found me on Twitter, and he asked me to be a guest on his podcast because he was doing a podcast on the subject of the emotional support animals on airplanes. And it was a really great opportunity to talk with him and meet him. Kevin was a great interviewer, and I was just really thankful and honored that he asked me to be a part of his show. So give it a listen. Find and subscribe to the Laugh for a Purpose podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartMedia. The first thing that I want to explain is the difference between an assistance dog, a therapy dog, and an emotional support dog. There is a lot of confusion about these three types of dogs. So first of all, an assistance dog is a dog that's recognized by the American Disabilities Act and it needs to pass a certain test. It's a very difficult test, it's not an easy test. And it has to go through lots of training. And a service dog like this is like a seeing eye dog or a dog that performs several tasks for a person like opening doors, picking up items, alerting that the phone is ringing or the doorbell is ringing. Then we have a therapy dog. A therapy dog is a pet dog that belongs to any person And that dog also has to take a specific test and belong to a certified therapy dog organization. That dog's sole job is to make people feel better. These dogs go and visit people in nursing homes and hospitals. They also have a reading program where children read to the dogs. The dogs go to colleges during finals week to help alleviate some of the stress of the college students. There's also a disaster relief program where the therapy dogs go and comfort people that are victims of hurricanes and tornadoes. Therapy dogs can also attend funerals. They don't receive any of the same protections that service dogs do by the American Disabilities Act. And then we have the emotional support dog. This dog doesn't have any rights or protection by any laws. And it is basically a pet dog that is supposed to make someone feel better. Most of the time, it's someone that has anxiety or panic attacks. And the doctor would write a prescription to have a dog be an emotional support dog. An emotional support dog does not require any kind of training or any kind of testing to receive this certification. So according to the website USSServiceAnimals.org, a service animal is defined by the American Disabilities Act is a dog that is individually trained to do work or perform tasks for the benefit of an individual with a disability, including physical, sensory, psychiatric, intellectual, or other mental disability. A task that is performed can include pulling a wheelchair, retrieving a dropped item, alerting a person to a sound, reminding a person to take a medication, or pressing an elevator button. 
Emotional support animals, comfort animals, and therapy dogs are not service animals under Title II and Title III of the American Disabilities Act. The work or tasks performed by a service animal must be directly related to the individual's disability. For instance, if someone has a hearing disability, the dog needs to be specially trained in that disability for that particular person. A prescription from a doctor does not turn an animal or a dog into a service dog. So here are some examples of what a service animal would be. A seeing eye dog, they're the most common, a hearing or signal dog, a psychiatric dog trained to perform tasks to assist a person with the onset of a psychiatric episode, including reminding a person to take medication, to turn lights on for a person with PTSD, interrupting a self-mutilation process by a person, keeping a disoriented person from danger, and to lessen any effect of a psychiatric episode. Another example would be a sensory signal dog or a social signal dog. These dogs are trained to assist a person with autism. The dog alerts the handler to distracting repetitive movements common among people with autism, allowing the person to stop the movement. Another example would be a seizure response dog. There are dogs that can predict when a seizure is about to happen, and it can alert the handler to find a safe place. So when it comes to an emotional support dog, they may be used as part of a medical treatment plan by a psychiatrist to help somebody, but they're not considered service animals under the American Disability Act. The emotional support animal provides companionship. It might relieve loneliness and sometimes help with depression, anxiety, and certain phobias, but they don't have special training to perform the tasks that assist these people with the disabilities. They're not covered by any federal laws protecting the use of service animals. So that's the issue, really. So I think the issue lies in the training of the dog and the certification, because you could have a very unbehaved dog, and it could be an emotional support dog, of course, there's always people that have to bend the rules, and there are people that want to take their dog with them everywhere they go, whether they have an emotional issue or not. So they just go online and get this card that says that their dog is an emotional support dog, or they get a doctor to write a prescription that says their dog is an emotional support dog. Unfortunately, there are people that take advantage of a situation, and then it ruins it for everybody. Well, my honest opinion is I do understand an emotional support dog, and the reasons for an emotional support dog. But I do believe that there should be specific training for both the dog and the handler and a real test and a certification by a legitimate company. But here's the thing. Since therapy dogs are not protected by the American Disabilities Act, then emotional support dogs probably wouldn't be either, even if they took a certification test. But honestly, some of the reasons that the airlines have made this decision is because the dogs are not well-mannered or well-behaved. They might not even be properly house-trained. So that disturbs everybody else on the plane, and I can totally understand that. So maybe if there was a certification or a test and training for emotional support dogs, the airlines might change their mind. Big Kev from Laugh for a Purpose is currently raising money for the month of December to fill stockings with necessities and small gifts for those who have to spend the holidays at the hospital in a psychiatric unit in the Cincinnati, Ohio area. 
Please donate today at laughforapurpose.com. That's one word, laugh for a purpose with the number four. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Doggone Good Dog Training and let us know that you're listening. Please give our podcast a review. Have a doggone good day. Take care now.